Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. How are you guys doing tonight? And welcome back to Blessings by Grace Radio. Tonight is going to be our Learner's Lounge Thursday. Tonight is Thursday, April 7th, 2022. We're currently in the Apple Valley studio, and tonight the doctor is in. And he will be preaching and or teaching with you in a few moments. So I am so elated that you guys have decided to join us back on another Thursday night. Yesterday, we thank God for all the prayer requests that went forward. We had an opportunity to pray for 20 people yesterday. So that was a blessing. We're so appreciative of those of you in Radio Land that did call in last night or who did listen in last night. We thank you so forever much for your supporting this broadcast and this radio, virtual internet radio ministry. We're so thankful that you are supporting Dr. Bishop Alfremore, our bishop at the Greater All Nations Pentecost Church of Jesus Christ. He is our leader. He is our founder. Now, not a lot of churches can say that they've only had one pastor or one founder the entire time of the church's existence. But guess what? If you go to Greater All Nations, you can say it like I can say it. We've had one founder. We've had one bishop, one pastor, one overseer, 
of our entire church the entire time. So that is a true blessing. And I'm just so grateful that he is our shepherd. He is our leader. He teaches us what thus saith the Lord. He teaches us the unadulterated gospel. And if you do get a chance to watch our lives on Sundays and you see him in the pulpit speaking and giving you what God has gave to him, please pay attention to those messages because he's really, really teaching us what God is giving to him to get us where we need to be to be ready for Christ's return. Which is so, so, so adamant right now in this day and age. We truly, truly, truly have to be prepared. And now it's time for Inspiration Thursday. So for the inspiration tonight, I wanted to talk about what did Jesus say or what did he mean when he said many are called but few are chosen. You know, we hear this in the Bible a lot where a person could, you know, a person could say they're called. But did God choose you to your position or were you only just called or so you think you were called to your position? You know, if people knew anything about Jesus, it is that he was a consummate storyteller. Jesus' parables have the remarkable ability of engaging into our imaginations and challenging our assumptions. Jesus did not teach in parables to provide blanket or an affirmation for the way we understood God, ourselves, and other people. He taught in parables to invite us to reexamine some of our most cherished convictions about matters of eternal importance. For this reason, Jesus' parables often unsettled rather than gave a reassurance. Jesus he had many parables, including some about the wedding feast. Now, the wedding feast starts in about Matthew um, 22 and 2. This parable is like so many others about the kingdom of heaven. Now, in Matthew 22 and 2, it's a story that the king, that's the story of a king who gave a wedding feast for his son. The wedding feast had widespread significance in the Bible. Ultimately, it was the day when God would gather all his redeemed and they will enjoy his presence in complete holiness and joy. And, of course, by the king's orders, those banquets go out. The king's servants are sent to call those who were invited to the wedding feast. Now, as we kind of know, if you've ever read the Bible, this also plays an effect on the five foolish and the five wise. Because as you know, during the wedding feast, there were five foolish who did not have lamps in their, they did not have oil in their lamps. And there were five wise that had stored up enough oil in their lamps to be able to have the lamp burning bright when they were able to go to this feast. So as you can see, just based on that connotation right there, a person can be called. But God only chooses a select few, just like his disciples. He chose 12. He didn't choose 35 or 264. God chose 12 disciples that were his choice. Nobody forced him. So you you might think that you were called to something in your church like me. I prayed and I've asked God, Lord, where do you have me in my church? Where do you have me in your kingdom? You know what God told me? Hospitality. I he told me that I am a voice for the people because he sees in his, you know, the way he sees me, I have a great spirit. I love people. I'm very welcoming. I'm warm, and I'm trying to help everybody I can in my church and beyond in the world. I'm always trying to uplift somebody. I'm always trying to make somebody smile. So the Lord told me where he sees me at is hospitality. And you know what? I'm grateful for that because this is where God has me. I'm not stepping on toes. I'm just wanting to be where God has me to be right now. That's not to say that later on down the line that God doesn't also see something later and greater of a purpose. Well, with hospitality, I love that because I love saying God bless you and welcoming people when they come into my church, saying, hi, how are you? I love benefiting the members of my church if I can put a smile on their face. I, I love to be in that atmosphere where I can make people feel comfortable. So I'm very grateful to be hospitality. I don't right now, I'm grateful with that. I'm in my lane and I want to stay in that lane. That's why it talks about in the Bible, many are called but only few are chosen. Because the call, you have to understand this pitchy clothing statement is to understand the parable as a whole. Now what does Jesus mean for many are called but few are chosen? To answer that particular statement, we must understand what Jesus means by call and choose. The word call runs through the parable. In the Greek text, the servants are said to call those who have been called to the feast. 
That's Matthews 22 and 3. The Jewish invitees are the called ones. Matthews 22, 4, and also in the 8th verse as well. The servants are then commanded to call the Gentiles, 22 and 9. The word translated called in verse 14 belongs to the same word family as it was translated again in verses 3, 4, 8, and 9. Now, this just helps us understand the nature of the word call in the parable. Now, for the chosen, the chosen ones are those who are, sin- who are sincerely respondent to the call and receive Christ, not only in faith, but in their heart. They've been baptized in the name of Jesus. No other man to be baptized in. We all know this. We've heard Dr. Moore talk about it in his lessons. That's the only name to be baptized in. Now, Jesus calls them the chosen, or in a Greek word terminology, it will be called the elect. Now, in the Greek terminology and in English language, they're saying for biblical terms, chosen and elect are the same. It's kind of like when you vote for the president. You elect him in office. Well, when you vote, you had a choice to choose the president of the United States, your mayor, your councilman, or even in churches where there's a board to decide who will be the pastor, the interim pastor, if the current pastor were to take ill or retire. So you can elect the pastor or you can choose a pastor. So in the Bible, you had a choice. God chose the ones to be in the wedding feast. In our terminology, if we were Greek, it would be elect. He elected the ones to be in the wedding feast. Now, these are all of those of whom the Father had chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight, Ephesians 1 and 4. Not only these chosen ones will constitute the company of the redeemed when Christ returned in glory. God's eternal choices ensures they will respond sincerely to the call. You hear that? So we are going to respond sincerely to the call when God comes back for his ready church. We need to be at the train station. We need to be ready to go and ascend when he calls for us. I want to thank you guys for listening to Inspiration Thursday as I talked about the difference between many who are called but only few are chosen. I hope you found something inspiring in this Inspiration Thursday. And everyone saying Thursday. I will continue to give you inspiration on what I'm learning and what I'm researching and what I'm reading. Per thus saith the Lord, because everything I inspire you with can be backed up with Scripture, and I will find it only within the Bible and with trusted commentators who have studied the Bible and believe like we believe, because we believe under the apostolic doctrine. And now what we're all here for tonight is to get that real learning and that real teaching. So please get out your pencils or your pens, and your notepads. Get your Bible out, and let's get ready to learn. Ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in, and he's ready to teach us now. God bless everybody. God bless you tonight. Amen. God bless you. Amen. You have already heard a word from the Lord. Amen. Sister Kitasha has defined amen, calling and chosen. Praise the Lord. I pray, amen, tonight, amen, you know that you are chosen by the Spirit of the Lord is to preach the word of God. Many are called, but few are chosen. Thank you, Sister Gitarra, for those inspired words tonight. Amen. We're going to praise the Lord, get into the word of the Lord tonight. We thank you uh, again, praise the Lord. We thank God for each of you that is helping us out on this broadcast. This is to the glory of the Lord. This is not to no human flesh. But amen, this is trying to reach souls all over the face of this earth. We're living in troublesome times. And we're living in serious times, praise the Lord. And we're going to go to the Word of God tonight. I'm going to, excuse me, a scripture tonight, praise the Lord, that I'm asking God is to help me to understand it as well as, praise the Lord, I attempt to try to relate to you. Let's go to the 16th chapter of the book of Revelation, chapter 13, 
And we are going to, amen, read these verses. And it reads, it says, And I saw three unclean spirits, like frogs, come out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are spirits of devils, working miracles, which goes forward unto the king of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Behold, I come as a thief. The blessed is he that watches and keepeth his garment, lest he walk naked. And they see his shame. And he gathered them together unto a place called, in the Hebrew tongue, Amamagetham. Revelation 19, 1 and 17. And I saw heaven open. And behold, a white horse, and he that sitteth upon him, will call faithful and true. And in righteousness, he does judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head was many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a virtue, dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the army which was in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goes the sharp sword, that which it shall smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron, and tread the winepress of the fearness of the wrath of God Almighty. And he has on his virtue and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying, To all the fowls that flies in the midst of heaven, come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God. I was looking at this tonight, amen. Amen, um, McGatton is. Amen, the last battle is to be fought. And we are shaping up, amen, whether we want to accept it or not. We are shaping up, amen, we're headed that way. The end of our time, amen, as we know time, is approaching us rapidly. All we have to do is open our eyes and look, amen, at the war and and the chaotic things that is happening right now in Russia and, amen, Ukraine. And it has begun to spread over all of the earth, every major Power, amen, is to some kind of way. The Battle of Armageddon, amen, is the climax war after which Jesus Christ will establish himself as supreme ruler of the earth. I don't know about you, amen, but we can't stop, amen, 
what is happening now because it is the word of God. Revelation 19, 19 says, And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth, which means, amen, your president and, amen, those that are over, amen, different countries, and their army gathered together to make war against him that sitteth on the horse and against his army. Well, praise the Lord. We see, amen, how, amen, our country, this great country of ours that has turned away from, amen, Jesus. Don't want to have too much to do with Jesus, but Revelation 16 says, I saw three unclean spirits. We got unclean spirits is in the earth today. They're like frogs. They jump from one spot to another one, contaminating, amen, the whole world. Come out of the mouth of the dragon. We 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 hear in dragon language, bad language, not language, amen, that will help us as humanity, but amen, a dragon, amen, open his mouth, and it doesn't mean you any good. And out of the mouth of a beast, we got beast-type spirits today, human beings. Amen. Got beast-type spirit. Don't care about one another. Don't care about destroying each other. And out of the mouth of false prophets. We don't want to admit it, amen, but we got a lot of false prophets has gone out into the world instead of going out and they are deceiving many. And this is, amen, where we're standing at, amen, at this time. We can see these unclean spirits and, amen, flutter themselves all over the world, deceiving and being deceived. He said, for they are spirits of devils. You got to know the spirit of the Lord because, amen, the spirit of the devil, devils, devils are out there deceiving mankind on every hand. They work in miracles. It looks like it's the power of God. It may act like it's the power of God, but you got to know the spirit of God to know it's not the power of God. They work in miracles, which goes forward unto the king of the earth and of the whole world. These spirits is deceiving the whole world. And all we have to do is look around us, amen, and we can see, amen, that these spirits, amen, is deceiving the whole world. to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Amen. That great day of God Almighty, we are approaching it right now. We, it is being formed as we are living right now. We are, amen. That great day that is to come, we are in the midst of it right now. It has not fulfilled itself as yet. But, amen, we can see the sign. We can see, amen, this day approaching. In the Bible, let us know, behold, I come as a thief. Letting us, amen, believers know tonight, amen, that he come as a thief. And you know you don't know when a thief is going to strike. Are you ready? Are you ready? Amen is to meet Jesus when he comes. 
We don't want to just talk about it, but we must be ready to meet Jesus. He come as a thief. Blessed is he that watches. Are you watching? Are you watching? Amen. And keepeth his garment. Don't watch everybody else. Watch yourself. Examine yourself. Prove yourself to see whether you are reprobated or not. The keep of his garment, lest he walk naked. Are you naked? Spiritually naked? Amen. God wants you to clothe yourself in righteousness. Before that great day comes, are you clothed in righteousness? In holiness? <clears throat> That's what God, amen, is looking for. We are in a time, as I said, amen, that this is forming. And these unclean spirits is all over the face of the earth. Leaping from one place to another one. The approaching of the confrontation. We are we are approaching the confrontation of the Antichrist. Amen himself setting himself up as God. That's what we are approaching. Amen. That this Antichrist is setting himself up as Christ. They are changing, amen, the words of God. They don't want to call sin, sin anymore. They don't want us, amen, to say that, amen, two peoples cannot marry if they are the same sex. They don't want that. That's going to be outlawed. These unclean spirits. Coming, amen, from the head of our nation. It's the end time. We living in the end time. Then the Christ function as, he going to function as a world power. He going to be, amen, have his influence as a world power. Just look at it, amen, now as we are approaching, sometimes I hate to say it, World War Three. This is a world thing. It's not just in a nation or a country. It has spread it, and it's going to violate every nation that there is. The army are gathering. Amen. Right now, amen, we got armies that are gathering and they are plotting how, amen, they believe that they are going to run this earth. They want the power. But, amen, the Bible tells me, amen, that the conquering Christ, don't forget Jesus. That is exactly what, amen, the world is forming upon today. They done forgot Jesus. They don't want Jesus. And when you don't want Jesus, you got trouble. Praise the Lord. Heaven was open. And it was going to be a devastation battle fault. It's going to be a battle fault. My beloved, I'm a McGavin is a word that once was confined to the vocabulary of Bible studies. Now it is commonly spoke by statesmen and key figures of government. The very sound of the word causes a shiver to run up and down our spine because we know, amen, 
when you say Armageddon, you're talking about annihilating human beings. You're talking about getting rid of, amen, human beings. A nation, amen, continues, amen, to spark of their weapons and their troop training for global contact. What have we done, amen? We we, we ain't done nothing but, amen, getting ready to fight one another. Can we see it, amen, right now how bad it is if uh, the whole world would be like Russia and Ukraine fighting one another? This is what we are formulating, coming into these unclean spirits. And mine and mine is turned to the word of God, which accurately describes the climax of the genocide struggle between right and wrong. I heard a man recently, one of the Iranians say, they're trying to annihilate us. They want to wipe us off the face of the earth. These are the kind of spirits that we are facing today. Unclean spirit, unrighteous spirit, unholy spirit, unsanctified spirits. Wake up. Wake up, church, and see the time that we are living in. Time is not like it used to be. COVID, amen, gave us a new view of life. If you paid it any attention, amen. We coming from one disaster unto another disaster. The Lord has decreed that the conflict that exists between Satan and God will come to be a showdown. This thing is about God and Satan. Satan, Satan, amen. He exalts himself, and he wants to be God, but he is not God. But he's going to fool, amen, many before it's all over. The human race, amen, are subject to this conflict in the Garden of Eden. The human race was there. Amen, in the Garden of Eden. The site, amen, of the grand finality is a place called Armageddon. We are headed towards that way, and God's word cannot lie. No matter, amen, what we do and how much we pray we might, can sustain it for a little God might, amen, if we repent, he might leave a blessing instead of a cursing, but it's going to come to pass. Situation on the south tip of the plan of it has been the scene of a great battle in the past, Eudora, amen, where are they going to gather together in the fight, the battle of Armageddon? Great victory. And great tragedy has occurred now. It was there that King Saul was slain. In 1 Samuel 31 and 8, Barker also won a great victory for Israel over the Canaanite. In Judge, the fourth chapter, it is fitting, amen, that the Lord has picked this particular valley 
as a sport to decide or defeat the force of evil. And everyone who has been influenced by evil. It's going to be a showdown. It's going to be a war. We are at war. Whether you realize it or not, amen, and whether, amen, you say, we are not really at war in America, but if you participate in it, you are at war. It's just going to get, it's going to get worse, and it is going to get worse. The approaching of the confrontation from the first set, from the first act of violence, when Cain slew Abel to the last criminal, it is evidence, amen, to all what sin has called humanity. Ever since a man came, slew his brother, what are we done today, amen? We are slew. We are slain our brothers, and we are slain our sisters. Cain's spirit is heavy in the land. Cain's spirit was a selfish spirit. Didn't care about nothing but himself. We have that self-dictating spirit, amen, in the land right now upon humanity. Caring about self. All the bright of misery can about self brings amen misery to the rest of the people that amen trying to care about each other. It brings on suffering and abusing, amen, that has been heed up on earth on a habitat. Amen. When you care only about self, you are a man will cause other people is to suffer because of your unlikely spirit, not knowing who the Lord is. King's spirit is rising right now. There can be no successful coexistence of good and evil. Know ye not that a little level will level the whole lump? If you got a little sin in you, it will spread and it will cause the whole body to be sinful. First Corinthians five and six. A little level will level the whole lump. A little level will blow up. When you know a thing, amen, it will, amen, defile the whole body. Whensoever evil is residing in the earth, it will contaminate all that is taken control of it. When evil is presiding, it's going to contaminate. What is it done right now? It is contaminating the universe. Well, is our loyalty to the Lord. When they took prayer out of schools, look how life began to change. When they took prayer out of our courthouses. Look how life began to change. They don't want Jesus. And evil is rampaging itself all over the earth. We're heading towards the battle of Amamageddon. Whatsoever evil is residing in the earth, it will contaminate all that is taken control. 
evil that is allowed to reside inside of people's hearts. You got to get that evil out of your heart. Amen. If you don't get it, it will contaminate them like a cancer. And men love darkness rather than they like light. They don't want to get evil out of their heart. I never forget, amen, I believe it was, uh, I forgot his name, amen, but I'm going to do it my way. Praise the Lord. Evil has set in man's heart. Good and evil must meet head on and make war. Good and evil, they're going to meet head on, and they're going to make war. One is opposite of the other one. One can't get along with the other one. When God made man, he made him good. But when man disobeyed God, Amen. His eyes was open. Amen. And it was open unto evil. We've been suffering ever since. This Antichrist, amen, seeks himself upon. He set himself up as God. Not a little bitty God, but capital G-O-D, amen. He is going to set himself up as God. Oh, we get, we, we, we facing something right now. The ability, amen, of a man of sin to successfully sell himself to rule of the revived Roman Empire, he will be astonished. He will oppose all worshipers of the true God and of the false God but himself. Ain't nobody at that time, amen, going to be right but him, according to his philosophy. He, amen, is not, he, he going to oppose all worshipers. If you worship in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, he's going to oppose it. Because he is supposed to be the only God that there is, is to deliver and help out at that time. And that there is none other God but one. For thou, thou to be a called God, you've got many folks that are called gods, whether in heaven or in earth, and there be God, many, and lords, many. First Corinthians 8, Four and five. But it ain't but one true God. And that true God was invisible and made himself visible. The invisible made himself visible and come down and live among humanity. It's a brazen blaspheming. The Antichrist, amen, will set up himself as God in the rebuilding of the temple. Amen. There's a third temple is going to be built, and this Antichrist is going to set himself up as God. To the wild applause of the the property of humanity. Program will be 
lunch. Jesus says, I am coming in my Father's name. Jesus said, now, I come in my Father's name, and ye receive me not. Now, Jesus came in the name of the Father. But there are many people today who will not receive that. But he was letting us know, amen, that he came in the name of the Father. If if any other shall come in his own name, him you will receive. That's John 5 and 43. Now the Antichrist, amen, going to come. And he's going to come in his name. People are going to receive him. But Jesus Christ the true Lamb of God came in his Father's name and many won't receive him. The Antichrist, amen, will fulfill this prophecy by coming and being received in his own name. Most of the world, amen, will not receive Jesus as being the Father's name. Most of the world, they don't still know who Jesus is. And he done told you, I come in my Father's name. And letting you know, amen, have I been so long a time with you, and yet you don't know me? He said, when you see me, you see the Father. But we don't want to believe that. But when the Antichrist comes with this lie, people are going to believe him. The power is one of the most sought-after commodity in the area. Listen, man is seeking after power. Why do you think, amen, the war is on right now? It is because of power. People is power hungry, power crazy. They do anything, amen, is to have power. That's political power and spiritual power. People will, amen, get rid of you just to have power. In an age, amen, of and our peoples of authority are often puzzled as to how to go about keeping peace. They don't know how to keep peace. In the time that we're living in right now, we need peace. But those that, amen, claim that they are wise, and know how to run the world, they don't know how to keep peace. Jesus told us plainly, my peace, talking to the believer, I give unto you. Not as the world have, the world don't have his peace. Out of all the commotion and the disturbing amen that is going on in the world tonight, I mean, right now, a believer can lay down in peace. They can lay down in peace like Jesus was in the hind part of the ship. Amen. His disciples were terrified that, amen, the little old ship was going to, amen, possibly turn over. And Jesus was at rest because he had Peace. But every time, amen, a car squinch, every time you hear a car backfire, amen, it upset our nerves. We don't have peace. But Jesus said, my peace, I leave with you. Not as the world have, but my peace I give unto you. We hear it. Was the battle 
Amen of Armageddon, of good and evil. What side are you on? Jesus said, if you lose your life for my namesake, he said, you will find it again. But if you try to keep your life, he said, you're going to lose it. Think of it in the midst of all this chaotic stuff. Think of it, believers, tonight. Jesus has went away to prepare a place for us. He said, and where I am, there ye may be also. That is, if you obey him and if you keep his commandment, you'll be there. But if you don't, you ain't going to be there. The reviving of the Roman Empire, amen, going to revive the Roman Empire. Where Caesar used to rule it, it's going to be revived. Amen. To the surfers, amen, an individual who with Satan, he's going to help, amen, and will command the respect of the masses being brilliant of mind and able to communicate with sin-loving humanity. The majority, amen, of the Western civilization will welcome his bright prediction as a utopia. It's going to be a time, amen, that we are going to be in such trouble until the Western situation is going to welcome this Antichrist spirit as it is going to be a utopia to the world. Everything going to be all right. Don't you let nobody tell you that. And in the last time, of their kingdom. When the transgressors are coming to the fullness, a king of furiousness, countenance, and understanding darkness, senses shall stand up, and his power shall be mighty, but not by his own power. Daniel eight twenty three and 24. Daniel admitted that the Antichrist would have great power, but not from himself. The power of the devil will be invested in this coming world ruler. He's going to have the spirit of Satan in him. And you know that the devil don't care nothing about humanity. He don't care nothing about Christians. He would now let every believer that he could if it was possible. Jesus says, except a man of fallen away come first, it shall be no plus saved. And a man of fallen away is from truth. People is falling away from truth. They don't want truth. That's the falling away. But Jesus said, except that, amen, uh, he, uh, except that he shortened the days, there shall be no flesh say. The Lord is going to intervene. Yes, the power of the devil will be invested in this coming world ruler. Look at these spirits. Amen. That is contaminating our children. You don't have to, amen, obey the word of God like it says today. People giving you salvation. They're giving you license is the preach. You don't have to be a repentant. And come godly sorry of your sin. All you have to do is say, I love the Lord. And they'll give you papers. 
to say that you are ordained and ready to preach the gospel. These unclean spirits. He's jumping from one place to another one. But Jesus told Nicodemus, which was the rule of the Jews, amen, a, a man must be born again. You got to be changed from, amen, uh, your heart. If you're going to go back with Jesus, using, amen, the computer age to his advantage, the Antichrist, amen, will initially uh, assist them whereby everyone will be numbered. Amen. In this time we're living in now, computer. Amen is keeping up with every one of us. Everybody gonna be a, a number. Anyone refuse, Amen, to copy with the program will be denied access to the privilege of buying or selling. We come into that. You say, Amen, how can we come to a, a thing like that as well educated as we are because the word of God says so. Let every man be alive and let God be the truth. Computer, amen, has taken over the face of the earth and numbering everybody. Amen, that is here. Anyone who will, amen, Anyone, amen, who can control buying and selling of the entire nation is indeed as powerful a world figure. When, when, when you can control, amen, uh, uh, buying and selling, you showing, amen, people, you got some power. And that's what this asset Christ, amen, is going to attempt to do, amen, is to show that he is God, but he is not God. He's just a man. We got many, amen, people that set themselves up as God, but they are not God. God allows evil spirits the liberty to work, but he sometimes use what they have according to his will. Sometimes God uses evil is to bring his will to be done. And we look at it tonight, praise the Lord, and think, amen, things is out of control. Things is not out of control. God is in control. Even, amen, it hurts us. To see, amen, men and women being killed like that. But God is in control. I wish I had time. For example, amen, this is found when a lying spirit was put in the mouth of a false prophet to get Ahab to Ramah, <coughs> Gilead, <coughs> from his destruction. First Kings 22, 20 and 23. A lying spirit. We got lying spirit, beloved, is all over the face of this earth. Amen. Praise the Lord. I don't have time to finish this, but during the time of the point out, amen, of the seven vows of wrath, amen, in the great tribulation, there will be three unclean spirits from the satanic force that is called the dragon, the beast, and the false prophet. We are headed that way. Beloved, tonight, make sure you know you are with Jesus. Fear not him that can destroy the body, but fear him that can destroy both soul and body. This is Dr. Moore saying, I pray, amen, you get something out of this lesson tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening.
now hiring bookworms like Courtney, a crew member at the Batesville McDonald's. McDonald's is great to college students because they actually offer tuition assistance. They've basically paid for what student loans couldn't cover. We're hiring people like Courtney who are passionate about what they do. Our benefits include tuition assistance, flexible hours, paid time off, free employee meals, and more. At McDonald's, the crew is the special sauce. Join us. Apply now at McDonald'sHiresOhio.com. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. 